Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Tuesday, February 2nd, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Our Super Bowl coverage continues today with the quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady are such a huge storyline this week. The ageless Brady in his 10th Super Bowl matching up against the prodigy and last year's Super Bowl MVP, Patrick Mahomes. The players met the media on Monday via Zoom calls, and we're going to play portions of their interviews, starting with Mahomes. You'll hear him ask a few questions about Brady, the Bucks' defense, and the spirit animal he picked out for himself and Travis Kelsey. That one came from a kid reporter. Brady speaks to his career, his motivation, former Patriots coach Bill Belichick, and, and also about Mahomes. I think you'll enjoy hearing these two Super Bowl centerpieces. So let's get started with Patrick Mahomes. Hey, Patrick. I just wanted to ask about uh, the matchup with Levante David and Devin White. And, you know, what type of challenges do they pose specifically having two, uh, you know, high level inside linebackers lining up next to each other? Yeah, I mean, I think the best thing that both of those guys do is they can they can defend the run just as well as they defend the pass. Um, and uh, to have a lot of linebackers with that, that much speed and then have to be able to get in the run game and be able to pop and, and, and throw their body around and make stops, um, it's a special group of guys. Um, and so uh, they're definitely uh, someone that I have to pay attention to every single play because they seem like they, they just make plays every single game. Let's go next to Lucas Weiss. Go ahead, Lucas. Hey, Patrick. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, Tom Brady was in earlier, and he was talking about just imparting wisdom to some of the younger quarterbacks. I'm just curious how important that conversation was with you and him after the AFC Championship a couple years ago and what you learned from that loss uh, as a player and a person. Yeah, it was very important. Uh, for me, I think it was important because it, it showed that I was doing things the right way. As a young quarterback in this league, um, you, you, you kind of go in, you, you show up early, and you try to put in the time and put in the work, um, but you don't really know until you get to that that, that spot of where you want to be at. And uh, losing an AFC championship game, obviously I didn't get to the Super Bowl, but then him uh, coming and kind of just – just saying that uh, he respected what I was doing and how I was playing on the field and the type of person that I was. Um, it, it kind of just that stamp on me that I needed to go in and even be better uh, in order to get to the Super Bowl, which we did last year. And uh, I'll just try to keep improving and keep getting better every single day. Let's go next to Diana Rossini. Go ahead, Diana. Hi, Patrick. Sorry you can't see us. <laughs> you all good. That may be a gift, actually, for some of us. Um, so, you know, we, we've seen in the past, it's so difficult to repeat as Super Bowl champs. So, obviously, you guys are on the verge of trying to do this. Why do you think it's so hard? Like, What do you think teams have done, maybe wrong, or perhaps missed out on uh, in trying to repeat? Maybe something that you guys have talked about. I think it's difficult because this league has so much parity as, as far as um, everybody can beat anybody any single week. There's not a lot of leagues, there's not a lot of divisions of football or anything like that that is like that. I mean, literally, uh, if you could be the worst team in the league one year, and all would go to the Super Bowl the next. And I think that just shows the talent that people have in this league. And, and so for us, uh, we, we knew that. And instead of just soaking in all the glory of winning the Super Bowl last year, we went back to work. And uh, we went to work every single day uh, to make ourselves better, to prepare ourselves for every single situation 
that could arise, and it's put us in this game. Um, but we have to keep going because we're playing a, a great football team, and we want to try to find a way to, to complete that running back tour. Let's go next to Arnie Stapleton. Go ahead, Arnie. Hey, Patrick. Um, just talking to um, Shaquille Barrett, and he said how he kind of incorporated um, a lot of Von Miller and uh, Demarcus Ware into his game as he was their backup for so many years in Denver. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are of facing Shaq Barrett and where he kind of stands in your mind in the NFL as uh, some of these premier pass rushers. Yeah, I mean, he's right up there at the top. Um, the thing, uh, I, don't, I didn't get to play him a lot when he was in Denver, but in the few experiences I did have um, and, and when whenever I, I got to watch Alex play, play him, uh, you could see how much talent he had, even though he was backing up those guys. Um, he was able to come in and make plays happen and sack the quarterback and and be around the football. Um, and so him getting to Tampa Bay, I mean, it's just really shown uh, how talented he was because he's getting more opportunities. Um, and he's another guy on this defense that you have to you have to know where he's at every single time. I mean, last time we played him, he stripped sack me. Um, so uh, I got to make sure I know where he's at on each and every play. Let's go to Sam McDowell next. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, what's up, Patrick? What's up, man? I got a couple things for you. First of all, can you kind of describe exactly like where you are right now? Because I wanted to get a gist of how different it is from from this time last year on that stage. Yeah, I'm in a room uh, just kind of like the back of the PR area. Um, and we're kind of set up with uh, the screen behind me and the, the light and the camera and all the different stuff. And it must have shipped this camera in, though. I've never seen it before. So, uh, no, it, it, it is a lot different than it was last year. We were surrounded by everybody and enjoying media night. And how much does that change this week of preparation? I mean, does it make it easier at all, the fact that you guys are, are at your home base right now? Yeah, I mean, I think it does. Um, you you kind of get in the routine as a football player. Of You come to the building, you go watch film in this room, you go to practice, um, you, you go off to practice, you go back and watch film with these groups of people and uh, at this certain area. And to have that kind of routine stay the same is definitely something I think uh, will help help us uh, go out there and play better, uh, even than we did last year. And so, uh, it's definitely going to be it's definitely a different experience. But you just treat it as any other football game and try to prepare yourself in the best way to play your best football. Thanks, Pastor. Let's go next to Harold Coons. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Patrick. Happy Super Bowl week to you. Oh. Hey, uh, Tom Brady just mentioned that uh, a lot of the things he would he was asked about what he would like to do that you can do. And he said one of them is, you know, throwing further and a couple other things. I'd like to reverse that question. Are there any things of Tom Brady that you would like to do outside of, of course, winning six Super Bowl championships? Yeah, and there's, there's a ton. I mean, the way he's able to dissect defenses uh, before the snap is something that I truly admire, um, that I'm trying to get to that level. Um, the way he's able to move within the pocket and, and to be able to reset his feet um, and be completely calm um, and still make the throw right on the money, no matter who's around him, is something that I have to continue to work on. Um, and as, as I as I continue in my career, I'm just going to try to do whatever I can to, to watch the tape on him because uh, he's doing it the right way. And you can tell by how many Super Bowl championships he, ha- he has and the rings are on his fingers. Let's go next to Lindsey Jones. Go ahead, Lindsey. Um, hi, Patrick. I've got two parts, but they're related here. Um, it seems like we're seeing you everywhere now when we're watching television, different commercials, all those sorts of things. So what has been your strategy kind of through your career, and particularly since you signed the contract last summer, about how you wanted to build your off-field brand, 
your investments, your portfolio? Are there any athletes that you've kind of modeled yourself after? And then as part of that, why have you and Brittany specifically wanted to invest in the Kansas City athletic community with the Royals and the NWSL? Yeah, to the first part of your question, um, I think the biggest thing for me is kind of forming people around me that are great people. Um, The partners that I kind of become partners with, uh, the companies that I represent, they all have great leadership. They all have great people uh, throughout that throughout that company. And I, I like to enhance my brand by by being a part of that, being a part of great companies that have done it the right way for a long time. Um, and then to the, the part about Kansas City, I think the thing with me and Brittany is we want to invest in this community as, as much as they've invested into us. And as far as me investing in the Royals um, and, and becoming a, a part owner in there, um, and, and really, that's one of my joys I've always had with baseball. And then her uh, with the NWSL uh, team and bringing them back to Kansas City, uh, a place where women's soccer is, is really, really uh, emphasized and, and supported. Uh, it's, just the, it's just the tip of the iceberg. And we want to continue to invest in, in this community um, to be the best, the best community that it possibly can be. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Patrick. Um you were joking after the Buffalo game about Tom Brady and saying this was 150 Super Bowls and stuff for him. But I wanted to ask you, in all seriousness, what kind of role model has he been when you were a younger football player? I mean, um, what kind of influence did he have on you maybe wanting to go into football, if any? I mean, did you, uh, when you decide you were going to play football instead of other sports, was it, hey, I want to be like this guy, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, if you're a young athlete um, and you play any sport and you don't look up to guys like uh, Tom Brady, then you're crazy. I mean, the guy that's had success uh, year in and year out uh, continues to make himself better and not be satisfied with where he's at. Um, he's the he's the type of uh, greatness that you strive to, to be to be like and to be towards as you grow up. And so uh, for me, uh, I grew up watching him play and uh, he's still here playing and he's still at the top of the game. Um, so for me, I just, I just need to watch him and watch the things that he does on and off the field in order to figure out the best way to make me the best player possible. Look on next to Brian Costello. Go ahead, Brian. Patrick, just uh, wondering if you could describe what this last year has been like for you going back to the Super Bowl last year. You know, all the success you've had in the field, getting the contract, expecting your new baby. Just hard <laughs> to imagine having a better year than, than the one you've had. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's it's full of ups and downs. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, obviously, winning the Super Bowl, uh, amazing. Uh, being able to celebrate that first championship in 50 years in the Chiefs kingdom, uh, the parade, all that was awesome. And then we got hit with the pandemic. And, and I think as a country and as in, uh, the world, uh, we all strive to, to continue to try to keep each other safe and keep ourselves safe. Um, and then with all the social injustices and, and things going on in, in that realm, as a nation, we've had to find ways to, to strive and make ourselves better there. And then now back into football season and then back in another Super Bowl, I mean, it, it's been a, it's full of ups and downs. And I, I've just kind of realized that I can control what I what I can control. And as that is to be the best person, the best player and the, and the best person in the community that I can be every single day. Let's go next to Brian, uh, Caleb Byrne. Go ahead, Caleb. Uh, hi, Mr. Mahomes. Thank you so much, and congrats. What's the, yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you. So um, I know one of your buds, uh, Tyron Matthews, nicknamed the Honey Badger uh, for how he plays on the field. But um, what do you think your spirit animal nickname is? Man, spirit animal nickname. I, I, I would like to be like a wolf. 
I feel like a wolf, uh, kind of running around with my pack and uh, being able to, to be a leader and someone that uh, continues to attack and, and continues to lead as much as possible. Uh, what about your about uh, Travis Kelsey? What do you think his is? Travis, man, um, it's got to be something funny. I think he'd be like a giraffe. You know, he's kind of he's kind of just out there grazing around the field, uh, trying to make something happen. You know, find his different different things that he can uh, run around and do stuff with. And he's, he's always a, a good time. All right. Thank you so much. And good luck on the Super Bowl. Thank you. Let's go next to James Palmer. Go ahead, James. Patrick, Tom's very open about guys your age. If they want to put the time in with their bodies can play to the age that he's, he's playing at. Um, have you thought of that as a barometer? Do you want to play to, to 43, 45? And do you already start putting your body through that about maybe having that? I mean, yeah, you have to. I think that's the biggest thing. If you want to play this sport uh, for a long time, how physical it is, you have to uh, invest as much time into your body as you do anything else. And so I've learned more and more in my young career so far about what I can do to keep myself um, available and healthy and, and, and try to be in the best nutrition nutritional state I can be in. Uh, I feel like I've gotten better, but I, yeah, I want to play as long as they let me. Um, but in order to do that, I have to take care of my body as much as I take care of everything else on the field. Let's go next to Steve Walls. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Patrick, how you doing, man? Doing good. Hey, uh, Andy talked last week, uh, and he called you a gym rat. And, and I know you put in countless hours during the regular season, and, and you just talked about routine. And I, I know that uh, you have different media responsibilities this week. But do you feel like you're putting in more, or putting in more or less time at the facility with with everything that's happening this week? Yeah, definitely more. I mean, uh, you got to kind of invest everything you possibly can uh, for this game, especially playing the team that we're playing. Um, I think I just I've used the last week as a normal game week, uh, put all the film down, uh, got got the different breakdowns in, everything like that, and then took advantage of every practice day that we had. Um, then I'm just going to restart it and do it all over again this week. And so uh, uh, having the two weeks, you don't want to take a day for granted. Obviously, you have to do the do the media stuff, and and you're appreciative of that, and being able to, to use uh, come out here and talk to everybody. But at the same time. You make sure that you're getting your work done all that that prepares you for the game. That's the most important thing. Hi, Cheese fans. This is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System is open, safe, and has extended hours to see you quickly. You deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. We're proud that the University of Kansas Health System is the official health care provider of the Chiefs. We'll go to Nate Burleson. Hey, what's up, Tom? How you doing? Nate, I love your show, man. You guys do a great job. You, are, you know Peter and, and uh, Kay, wow, you guys hey. do a good job, man. Keep it up. I appreciate that. That means a lot, man. Um, so I'm working on behalf of Extra, so I want to take a little bit of a different spin when I ask you a question. Um, I've talked with Jermaine Wiggins, Randy Moss, Dion Branch, all my former teammates, and yours. And I was always fascinated with your career, being a wide receiver. And the more I hear stories about you, the more it reminds me of the stories I hear about Jordan and Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. And the more I realize that it's okay to be addicted to success, to be obsessed with wanting to be great, um, to be heads over heel in love with your craft for 
your craft, it's football. So it's twofold. One, is it okay to change the connotation of those words? And then two, if you win this game, or the way you think, when you win this game, isn't it going to be hard as hell to walk away from it? I think it's going to be hard to walk away whenever I decide to walk away because um, it's been a huge part of my life for a long time. And I, I love thinking about it. Um, you know, I think football to me is much more than just a sport because there's a physical element, there's the mental approach, you know, how you're going to get the job done, and there's the emotional part. And um, all those things, you know, I've found kind of ways to evolve at different times um, so that I could maximize my potential. And, um, you know, I think for an individual player like myself as a quarterback, it's never about what I do. It's really always about what we do uh, because so much of it's being on the same page with my teammates, with the receivers, the tight ends, with the offensive line, with the coaches. And, you know, part of the success and the enjoyment of the success is being able to enjoy that success with everybody because everybody plays a critical role and there's nothing you can accomplish in football without the support of the entire team. So, um, you know, I chose team sports for a reason um, because I love having teammates and I love sharing those experiences with those guys and I love seeing those guys reach their potential. And I think for an, an older athlete like myself, uh, so much of the enjoyment comes from me helping others too. So that's probably why I'm still doing it. Um, it's not about, you know, me, Tom Brady. It's about us, the Bucks, and what we can accomplish. And, um, you know, we just got to go finish the deal. So it's been a great year thus far. I've learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about my teammates. Um, but we've got a chance now to go uh, accomplish the ultimate goal. And we're four quarters away. And it's going to take great effort. We're playing a great team. Another team that I think has a lot of those things and they're doing it the right way. And it's going to be a great challenge. You're the greatest, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll go to OCU Manura. My guy. <laughs> What's up, Tom? Are you? I'm, happy, I'm happy I'm not playing you this weekend. <laughs> man, that's awesome, man. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good talking to you, man. man it's, it's really good talking to you, too, man. Now, I got to be completely honest with you, Tom. I was one of the people who said, you know, some of this guy's success has been down to being in New England and being with Coach Bill Belichick, but you have absolutely obliterated that narrative, man, and I'm so happy to see you, and I'm happy to see what you've done down there in Tampa. Let me just get that out the way first. You're coming clean. Is that what's going on? <laughs> exactly what's going on, man. I'm coming clean. But now, obviously, um, there's a guy who you're going to be going up against. People talk about it's you against um, Patrick Mahomes, but it's really not. It's you against that Kansas City Chiefs defense, and the guy who's the defensive coordinator was the guy who was the defensive coordinator in 2007 with the New York Giants. How do you feel about that? And, you know, are there any differences or similarities between the two teams that you're about to go face? You know, that's that 2007 game is one of my least favorite football memories, just so you know. <laughs> and partly because I had a lot of you on top of me with grasping on the back. You and Trey and, and Justin. And, um, you know, you guys had a great defense. And you, you know, you guys were... An incredible, incredible opponent that day. You guys deserve to win. So um, it's tough. You know, I think Spags runs a great scheme. And I think he really caters to the strength of his players. And um, I think his schemes evolved uh, different times. And I played him several times over the last, I don't know, 13, 14 years. He's got, um, I think he's a, a tremendous coach. And he's, everybody loves to see him 
everyone loves to seem everyone seems to love to play for him and um it's a it's a tough game so i know he's going to have those guys ready to go they're um they'll be prepared they got a lot of great players on that defense a lot of veterans a lot of guys who really understand football um obviously the moment's not too big for those guys you know they've been on the biggest stage last year and they played a great game and uh and beat the niners to win last year's super bowl so it's going to be pretty tough and um we'll be up for the challenge it's gonna be a great game i look forward to it um still got six days to prepare and then we'll go cut it loose see what we can see what we can accomplish and i appreciate you tom i'm really rooting for you guys man go do it thanks oc appreciate it man great great talking to you We'll go over to Rick Stroud. Rick? All right. We'll go over to Adam Teicher from ESPN. Hey, Tom, a couple Tyron Matthew questions. Um, have you come across a lot of defenders in your time with his kind of versatility and knowing where he is at the snap? Is it any more important than um, any other Chiefs defender? Yeah, it's very important. Um, really love Tyron as a player and, uh, you know, competed against him, saw him in college, loved his game, uh, got drafted by the Cardinals, uh, an incredible, talented player, um, great leader, uh, loves football, uh, is a student of the game. I could tell he watches a lot of film. Um, he's in on the quarterback. He wants to know what that quarterback's doing. And there's a lot of versatility. He played corner in college. Played safety, played nickel. So he can cover guys, can cover tight ends, can cover receivers, can blitz. Um, so he's just one of those uh, incredibly talented players that can really do it all. And uh, I think you, you definitely, as a quarterback, better be aware of where he's at or else he'll change the game. And, uh, you know, I got, I really love him as a player. I think he's got great ball hawking ability. Um, he seems like he's always comes up with the biggest plays and the biggest moments. He's got seven interceptions this year. So uh, you better believe I'll have an idea where he's at on every play because uh, I'm not going to let him just, you know, roam around and make a bunch of plays. He'll, I'm sure he'll make his fair share, but hopefully uh, I can keep the ball out of his hands. Go over to Sal Palantonio. Sal? I got you, Tommy. It's Sal. Hey, Sal. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. Tom, take me back to New Orleans. Your first Super Bowl. I was in that lobby waiting for you to come down and Bill Belichick deciding that you were going to be the starting quarterback in that Super Bowl. And did you ever think in that moment that your life and your career would end like this or would happen like this? I mean, I could never imagine it would be uh, like this. And I don't think anybody could have. Uh, I would just say a lot of it is, um, you know, the only reason you can, you know, look at my career and get to the point where I've gotten was because of the uh, people that I've had in my life. My coaches, teammates, family, friends, all the people that have supported me. And, uh, you know, it's been an incredible team effort throughout my life on the field and off the field. And I tried to represent everybody the best possible way. Tried to go play my ass off, you know, every week. And, um, you know, I'm still trying to do it. So, you know, the sport for me has never been about 
Um, you know, I, I would never have thought, hey, you know, success is, hey, passing yards or touchdowns or Super Bowls. It was always, again, trying to maximize my potential and being the best I could be. And when I showed up um, as a freshman in high school, didn't know how to put pads in my pants. You know, I, I was just hoping to play high school football because I was wanted to be like Joe Montana and Steve Young. And then when I got a chance in college, I just wanted to play at Michigan. And then when I got drafted to the Patriots, I just wanted to play. I just wanted to start. And um, it's just been a series of steps like that that try to be a little better every year, try to learn a little bit more every year, try to grow and evolve in different areas. And my life's taken uh, certainly a lot of different directions. Um, you know, I'm obviously older now got a family and uh you know a lot of incredible blessings in my life and um you know fast forward 21 years and sitting in tampa trying to go out and play a super bowl win a super bowl in our own home stadium which would be pretty sweet what message would you give to bill belichick on this week as you prepare for this game well i i have a great relationship with him and uh again i'm just incredibly grateful for uh, you know, what he's meant in my life, uh, as a coach. And, um, I, he was everything you could ask for as a player. And, uh, you know, I love my time. I had two incredible decades there. And, um, you know, my football journey took me to a different place. And I certainly could never have accomplished the things in my career without, uh, his support and uh, his teachings and, um, incredible coach and mentor for me. And, uh, I've had a lot of those in my career, but, Obviously, he's at the top of the list. All right, we'll go to Sarah Walsh. Hi, Tom. I'm just curious. You were talking about um, the experience and how you try to help others. And, and if you could go back to Tom Brady's Super Bowl one, what you didn't know then compared to Tom Brady Super Bowl ten, um, what would Tom Brady Super Bowl ten tell that kid back in that first Super Bowl that was suiting up to play? Well, that's a you know that's a it's a long time ago. I think what you realize, you know, and obviously having more perspective than I did at that time, um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a tough journey to get here, and you just got to enjoy, you know, enjoy the process of the week, and uh, you know, win or lose, you just got to lay it all on the line. I, I think it's a um, it's a great game to play in because everyone's watching. Um, it's a real it's a tough game to lose. Let me say that. So I've had some really tough losses in this game. They'll stick with you for a long time. I've had some incredible wins. And um, I'd much rather be in the game than not be in the game, that's for sure, because the only way to win it is to be in it. But it's a pretty tough if you lose it. So um, you got to do everything you can to prepare yourself for what you're going to face. And we're facing a great team, offensively, defensively, really well coached, got a great kicker, a great punter. So it's a... Uh, it's a tough game. It's a tough matchup, but you know we're going to be, we'll be prepared. We'll be ready to go. We're going to go over to Penny get reporter Caleb Byrne. Uh, hi, Mr. Brady. Thank you so much, and congrats. Thank you, Caleb. Appreciate it. How old are you? Uh, I'm 12 years old, sir. Way to go, man! Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so 2020 has been a absolutely insane year. The reason I uh, I'm not at the Super Bowl, actually, on Sunday. But have you been able to find anything good in this crazy 2020 year? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I think there's a lot of good to take from, uh, 
you know, tough, tough circumstances, tough situations. And I think uh, last year for me was uh, obviously spent a lot more time at home with my, with my family and less travel and um, probably understood more of what the most important things in my life were. And I got to really focus on what my job was, my career, got to really focus on my kids, my family. And um, those are two of the most important things in my life. So um, it's a good question. I think there's always, anytime there's tough circumstances, it's great opportunities to grow. And I think if I look at my life and all the things that have been the most challenging things in my life, that's where the areas where I grew the most and I learned the most. So I'm grateful for those moments. I know we don't always want to go through them. But at the same time, when you do go through them and you come out the other side, you could be uh, a much better person, uh, much more aware of the blessings that you have in your life. And then try to, you know, as you go, as you move forward in your life, understand that, um, you know, we're always going to be here to, to learn and grow and, you know, be better each and every day. We'll go to Jenna Lane. Jenna? All right, we'll go over to Tom Rock. Jenna's on a different Zoom. Tom, I have uh, two questions, if I could. The first one is, um, you know, is, as what signs are you looking for to tell you that it's it's time to walk away? And and do you think that uh, the pull of family will be stronger than any diminished uh, abilities in this game? And the second question is to follow up on Sal's point uh, a little earlier. H have you heard from Bill this week? So I um. When to walk away? That's a good question. I think I'll know when it's time. Um, so I don't know when that time will come, but I, I think I'll know and I'll understand that I gave everything I could to get to this game. So, um, you know, you put a lot into it. I don't think I can ever uh, go at this game half-assed. You know, I got to put everything into it. So when I put it all out there, I feel like I can't do that anymore. I don't feel like I can commit to the team in the way that the team needs me, then I think that's probably time to walk away. All right. We're going to go over to Karen Grigian. Hey, Tom. Hi, Karen. How you doing? I'm well. Uh, good to see you. I nice know you can't, you can't see me, but... No, it's over this crazy media day. I'm sitting here in an empty room. This is very different. Than, nine, than the other nine experiences. Yeah. I'm wondering, you know, that first Super Bowl, uh, you guys clearly weren't favored in that game, and I can't recall a Super Bowl since that you've been an underdog. I'm wondering if you like that role or you like going in as the favored, favored team. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what other people think about you know our chances or their chances or I think there's a lot of those things that uh, I leave those up to other people and you know who's ever putting those those uh, those lines down like I just think about what I got to do and how I got to get ready to play so um, I know that's important for a lot of other people you know who's favorite who's not and you know I think for for me I realize if you don't play great you're not going to win if you play great you got a you got a great chance so you know, at the end of the day, it's it's not about what other people think. It's about what we think, how we prepare, and how we play. So, no, there's really no use for me thinking about those other things. Go to Nancy Armour. Hey, Tom. 
Um, I've got two questions for you. First is, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, he's only 25, second Super Bowl. Um, he's bought into the Royals. What kind of an impact do you think he can have both in and outside the NFL throughout his career? And then the second question is, last week, um, Shannon Sharp said that you probably would have gotten more criticism for your support of Donald Trump during the 2016 presidential election if you had been a black athlete. And I'm just wondering your response to that. Which question would you like to answer first? That is up to you. So is the first one was, which was the first one? Um, what kind of influence do you think Patrick can have, Mahomes can have both in and outside the NFL given everything he's already done at 25? Yeah, he's done an incredible job. And, um, you know, he's, I, I really admire Patrick for the kind of player he is. He has great command of his team. I know his teammates love playing with him. He's got great charisma. Um, and I think when I see Patrick, I see someone who, again, was, um, you know, none of these moments are too big for him. And the times that I've had a chance to talk to him off the field, certainly enjoyed it. And uh, he's a great player. Um, I know it's still early in his career, but, you know, what he accomplishes ultimately is going to be up to him. You know, he's got great opportunities, got a great skill set. Um, like all of us as young players, you want to be surrounded by people that help you grow, that help you become, you know, better as a player, um, off the field, uh, people that you surround yourself with that help you better as a person. And, um, you know, all those things are going to be up for him to uh, decide, you know, uh, what choices he's going to make. So I really admire him. I think he's a tremendous player, great leader, um, big-time performer, always seems to play the best when his team needs it the most, and um, just incredibly impressed by him. And then the second one? Yeah, the second was um, Shannon Sharp said last week that he thinks that you probably would have gotten more criticism for your um, having the hat in the locker in 2015 for Trump um, had you been a black athlete or, or basically that black athletes aren't given as much room um, to weigh in on, on you know, political topics and uh, topics that could be controversial. And I'm just wondering what your thoughts are in response to that. I'm not sure how to, you know, respond to, you know, hypothetical questions like that. Um, you know, I hope everyone can, you know, uh, we're in this position like I am to, again, try to be the best I could be every day as an athlete, as a player, as a person in my community, for my team and so forth. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what else. Right. We'll go over to James Palmer. Thank you. Tom, there was a lot of talk in a negative fashion about you and Bruce being different and, and your look at, at offenses maybe being different. But what did you learn and, and, and grow with from an offensive mindset about the way Bruce looks at, at offensive football? I'm kind of curious what you really liked about the way he did it and what you maybe didn't know beforehand and know now. Well, I think any time you meet someone who has a different, um, you know, BA's coach for a long time, you know, and I think. I was in one place for a certain period of time. He had a coaching career. And then when you can bring, you know, kind of two versions together, you know, I can look at a lot of those things and learn a lot of those things. Um, and I think I, you know, definitely did that. And, um, you know, try to understand how he sees the game, how Byron sees the game, because Byron has his own approach. And I work really closely with Byron. And I have a lot of other quarterbacks on the team, like Blaine and Ryan, that um, have been a part of some different systems. So 
it's been fun over the course of the year to learn, um, you know, about different things, about different ways to handle, uh, you know, different situations and kind of how I would have handled things in the past or how we handle things now. But ultimately, it's about not always being in agreement, but being in alignment, you know, ultimately when, you know, you take the field and the approach. So, um, you know, you have to be 100% on the same page on game day, which we which we have been. And um, how we get to that point is great conversation, great learning for me. Um, and ultimately just going out there and, again, when game day comes, you got to put, you know, just it's more reactive than anything else and just try to go out there and perform well and based on whatever's called, try to go out and execute as best I possibly can. We're going to go to play 60 kid Amaya Brandon. be 100% on the same page on game day, which we which we have been. And um, how we get to that point is great conversation, great learning for me. Um, and ultimately just going out there and, again, when game day comes, you got to put, you know, just it's more reactive than anything else and just try to go out there and perform well and based on whatever's called, try to go out and execute as best I possibly can. We're going to go to play 60 kid. Amaya, I love to do. So it's a lot of support of actually a lot of people. Um, people have played at my age and I'll be able to, to do it. We'll go to Danny Heifetz. Hey, Tom, how you doing today? Doing great. You just threw 40 touchdown passes at 43 years old. Do you think other quarterbacks can do that if they take care of their body the way you have? Uh, I mean, anything's possible. That continue to support me, great teammates, coaches. Um, so it really takes a lot of people. This is the ultimate team sport. And uh, this year with Coach Moore, Coach and style, and he wants us to go out there and perform at our best. And he's not going to hold anything back. And and the more I realize that it's – I've talked with Jermaine Wiggins. I've, I've, um, so I'm working on behalf of Extra. So I'm, I'm Coach and style and – he wants us to go out there and perform at our best. And he's not going to hold anything back. And if there's an opportunity to take over the game, that's what he's going to do. So, um, you know, I really enjoyed it, embraced it, and, um, you know, love going out there, trying to perform for him, perform for this team. And um, he's done an incredible job for us this year. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our production staff and everyone who helps make Sports Beat KC happen. Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about the Chiefs and the Super Bowl can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, we have another deal for you, especially for those that want a deeper dive into the Stars' terrific Chiefs coverage, and what a time to join in on Super Bowl week. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. How do you get it? You go to kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. That's kansascity.com slash sportspass2020. Do you want more than just sports coverage? Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage with the E-Edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And if you're having trouble hunting down any of those offers, send me an email, bkirkhoff at kcstar.com, and I will get you to the right place. So 
Whether it's the Sports Pass or the full subscription, you're getting in supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sportsbeat KC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Wednesday with another Super Bowl edition.